You're smart. Your TV is smart. That's why you cut the cord. But you need one more thing. Alaska's news source. Watch live or when it's convenient for you. Here's how. Just search Alaska's news source on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, or Android TV. Install and enjoy. It's completely free and has everything you need in one spot. Breaking news. Statewide weather. In-depth investigations. Start streaming Alaska's news source live today. Navigating motherhood, making time for yourself as a mom, mom friendships, and so much more. All topics we're going to touch on in this episode of Parenting in the Far North. I'd like to introduce my guest. Her name is Mariah Alexander. She's a mom of three and a digital lifestyle content creator. She grew up here in Alaska and has a a big social media platform sharing what her mom life is like living here in Anchorage. So Mariah, thank you so much for one, braving the cold and the snow uh, for being here today. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm super excited. So your oldest is how old? My oldest is going to be 10. 10, and then you have two other ones. How old are they? So I have a four-year-old, and then I have a one-year-old. Were you always a stay-at-home mom content creator? Kind of how did all that come about? Did that spark after the birth of one of your kids? So I kind of went kind of back and forth. So I went into the workforce, and then I was doing stuff on my own, and then Mm -hmm. went back into the workforce. Um, I'm back into the workforce now. I actually work in the digital um, realm of marketing. So I work in tech and um, I'm loving it. Alongside of I'm also doing the content creation stuff on the side. I do some small side gigs here and there. Um, But I'm juggling it all and I'm trying to find a balance in it. And I feel like that's always a revolving door. I feel like you're always... One schedule is going in, one schedule is going out. Something is working and something's not. We're mm-hmm. always trying to fix something. Um, but right now, it's a it's it's a juggling act, and um, I always want to be present with my kids, and so I do work remotely. That was something that I was something I needed. I wanted to be present with them, and so um, going back into the workforce was something very. Um, I was very strategic with the position that I was going to pick, mm-hmm. and it kind of just landed in my lap. It was with a company that I've worked with in years past and through influencing, and so now I am a part of their company and their marketing world, which is kind of like full oh, circle. Oh, it's like hand in hand. Right. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> it's like really full circle, and the, the people that I work with are very family-oriented, and mm-hmm. they put they are like really like family first. And that's something that I was very much attracted to. And so to speak more to your question, it's like I feel like over the years you're going to kind of like evolve in your parenting, in your profession. And if you want to be a stay-at-home mom, I think that's something that you should do. But if there's some, if you want to be in the workforce, I feel like you're finding a position that's going to best suit your family and the needs of your kids. I always put them first, and this position that I take in is like it's perfect for me and for them, and I'm able to add a little bit more financial stability to my kids and you know our life. And they probably get a kick out of you know some of the content creation, which I follow you, and you do wonderful stuff. And I really think it's neat 
that you show mom life here in Alaska because we all know whenever you go somewhere and people find out one you're from Alaska, yeah. like the questions go crazy. Yeah. So let alone a mom raising three kiddos. For your platforms, what kind of messages do you get when it comes to that? Are people really intrigued of what, what that life is like here and raising the kids? Oh, yeah. I feel like on more of my TikTok, I'm able to show mm-hmm. more the raw, authentic, day-to-day life of me living in Alaska. Um, one, they're very shocked that African-American individual lives here. Two, it's like, how do you live in that cold climate for so many months? Mm-hmm. Also, it's like the environment that they see, like they're not expecting Alaska to look how it is. Yeah, they think we live um, in igloos and, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's so crazy that we're in this day and age and people still think that. Yeah. But I feel like my platform has really showed a different outlook and a viewpoint of what you can like Alaska and like you can live here you can have an aesthetic lifestyle living here um you can have the things that other states have it's just we just go about things a little bit differently and I think that it also has helped other moms that are moving to Alaska that they are being relocated here for the military or our job assignment is um, bringing them here my platform provides them with information about things to do with their, your kids, um, places to shop, areas to live in. Mm-hmm. Um, like also, too, with hair, I, I love doing my kids' hair. It's something that I've really taken a part of like being really interested in. Um, most of the time, my sister-in-law does their hair, but I wanted to learn a little bit more about their hair and do it for myself. And so I've been taking my followers on that journey, but um, I feel like... Coming here, especially when you come from the low 48, it isn't a huge adjustment. And I feel like my platform gives a lot of moms that um, that sight into what, what they're about to get into. Mm-hmm. So, And um, your platform handles, because you're on TikTok, yes. Instagram. Do yes. you want to share what those are if yes. people want to follow you? Yeah. So on TikTok, on all platforms, all across the board, it's Mariah Teresa. Um so, and I'm actually getting onto YouTube this year, so oh. I'm really excited about that long-form content mm-hmm. and to be a little bit more, um, oh, not vulnerable, but I feel like you can be a little bit more open there, and it's not so short, and, like, you have to get, like, straight to the point. Um, but I feel like each platform that I'm on, you're going to get something different from me um, because it's just each platform, you have to do things differently. Yeah. But I feel like I have really given my viewers a great viewpoint mm-hmm. on even my life and letting them into the vulnerable things that are going on in my life, but also too, just like filming my, my mundane life and relating to so di- many different moms out there. And I've created so many great relationships across the world with different moms that are in the same lifestyle that I'm in. Um, our kids are the same age. Mm-hmm. We're able to swap different types of like advices and like I'm going through this with this. What 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 should I do? You know, <laughs> like you became really good friends, and yeah. I think that that's the whole thing about social media is about creating a community of whoever you want to create the community with. But creating that community um, has really helped me and also them. And I would say too, COVID kind of helped with that, um, ushering in that sense of community because everybody turned to social media to, you know, kind of feel like they're not alone. And, you know, when I went through my 
postpartum journey and I went through the postpartum depression, like the thing for me was finding a, finding out from other moms that, oh my gosh, I am, I am not the only one that's feeling this way. And, you know, being vulnerable, it is, it is scary in the beginning, but once you put your story out there, you realize you literally are not alone and how many other moms are feeling the same way that you're feeling. So for you to create that platform and, and having that, I definitely can relate to that. And mm-hmm. I'm sure, you know, moms listening now can also relate to that as well. Uh, navigating new motherhood. What were some of your ups and downs? Did you experience any kind of postpartum uh, after the birth of any of your kids? I, so, well, that's a really deep question. And that's a really good question because I feel like most women don't talk about that. Mm -hmm. Um, With my first daughter, I did deal with depression, but it was depression while I was pregnant with her. Mm. Um, And I felt like when she came, it was like life was just great. So when me and my husband um, had my first daughter, we weren't married. And so growing up, I was raised to get married, have babies, you know. And so when I found out I was pregnant, one, I wasn't supposed to get pregnant. I was told by doctors I wasn't going to be able to have babies. And so it was a miracle um, baby. And um, But anyways, with that came judgment. From many, mm-hmm. and it sat me into a, a a a depression of like I wronged my family, um, what am I doing, and all these other things, and also too going into this motherhood of uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of need those people to rally up behind you because I think that once you push the baby out and it's put on your chest, it's like a whole your whole life has changed. Yeah, and. Yes, you hold it. You held a baby before, maybe changed the diaper, and you you know how to console a baby. But when when it's your baby, and it's a new baby, there's so many different routines and this different things that happen, and you're exhausted, and <laughs> yes. like the whole thing with breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. I struggled. Breastfeeding it, was my struggle. I don't know how that was for you, but it, man, I produced enough milk to feed four babies. I was overproducing. Oh wow! And um, eventually, my aunt came over and helped me um, kind of like regulate. I went to a lactation consultant. I recommend every mom, even if you're a second, third time mom, to go to a lactation consultant because each baby um, is different and your body changes each pregnancy. And so your body, like like with Imani, my first child, I was overproducing. And as time goes on, each baby's different. As I say, my third child, he ate so much. Mm-hmm. And so I was underproducing for oh, okay. him. So it's kind of like your body changes and it, 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 it does things different each time. So I have always went to a lactation consultant just because, too, years have gone on and you lose stuff. You forget things. Things are different this day and age. There's new gadgets out every month. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's new nursing pillows. Oh, tell and me about it. Yeah. You're like, I got to get everything. And then you realize I'm going to do what works for me right. and what works for your family. Right. <laughs> but that was one of the challenges was breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. I felt like um, those first couple weeks, if you want to do breastfeeding, I say just like stick it out because it does get better. But if it's like not for you, I feel like don't stress yourself over it too. I feel like us women, we get so pressured into breastfeeding and then that causes a lot of anxiety and depression too because you feel like you're failing your baby because society and everybody's telling mm-hmm. you like 
breastfeeding is the best thing, which it is great for your baby, but it just might not be great for you and your baby at this time and maybe try next time. So um, I feel like as time has gone on in each pregnancy, I feel like I've gotten a better grasp at motherhood mm-hmm. in those first couple months. Um, but yes, my first child, I experienced depression. Um, and with my son, I experienced a little bit of depression because I was so sick during my pregnancy. Oh, oh man. I was, I was like, I was so sick with him. And Were you so, sick with your other two? No. So just the last one you got really just sick. That must one. have been a whole different ball yes. game for you. Like, was, what is this? Yes. I was throwing up so much. Oh, my goodness. I was having so many different complications. I was just sick most of the pregnancy. And so I was like a little hermit and like just stayed to myself. <laughs> and like, um, but yeah, I feel like us talking about it, it's, it's, it's good because it's mm-hmm. going to open the conversation up for somebody else to know that they're not alone. Like, it's normal to do feel like this, but it's also, if you don't get the help, that's when it turns into something else. So Yeah, and, you know, reaching out, there's Facebook groups, there's the um, Alaska Postpartum, there's a chapter here for Alaska. There's a lot of, a lot of ways and, you know, mom groups. I went to a Monday Mama's groups at Providence. She was one of our first guests for the episodes, but... You know, after a while, you kind of just embrace the chaos. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure now looking back, you got a routine going and, you know, your kids, you know, your kids appreciate that. And with you doing the lifestyle content, that must yeah. be fun for your kids to get involved and kind of see you navigating, you know, both worlds, being a mom, but also, you know, kind of being the business lady. Yeah, I they love it. You know, <laughs> um, my oldest, like she comes up with ideas sometimes like we should do this. Um, but I think it's too, it's like I'm creating an arsenal of memories for them to look back on. Um, and now I don't put everything out there. I put mm-hmm. out what I want to put out there. But these are memories that they can look back on. Like, Mom, let me look at the vlog when we went to Disneyland a couple, you know. And so it's like I'm creating these videos for myself and my kids, but mm-hmm. I'm also sharing them with the world. And sometimes it's kind of crazy to people to think, like, she's putting her business out there. But I, I don't look at it like that. I look at it as if I'm a, it's a creative way to express yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I don't know. I, I, I understand how people come off, like, to think that. But for me, it's just, it's a creative way, as I said, to express myself and to, I love content creation. I love editing. I love capturing it. I love thinking about how I'm going to capture it. Mm-hmm. Also, um, there's so much more that goes into it. I know we can probably talk about so much with content creation, but there's so much more that goes into it. Yeah, it's not as, and it's not as easy as people think. I mean, that takes time and, you know, I'm saying with you, I love to create and I love, I love social media for that because you can go back and look at those memories. Mm -hmm. I would do a mommy and Millie with my daughter where we would just, I would just roll my camera for, you know, 15 minutes and splice together some edits of what she says. And it it was hilarious. And to this day, I go back and watch and I'm like, I'm so glad, you know, that I thought to do that or I did that. So I totally get where you're coming from. You know, with that being said, kind of moving into another topic, making time for yourself. So mm-hmm. you are doing the digital content creation that involves your family and you putting that out there, which obviously is a passion that you love and being at home with the kiddos. So where does Mariah find time for just Mariah? What do you enjoy doing? What do you like to do to kind of get, you know, have your time? 
Yeah, I was actually asked this question this morning. I was like, what are you doing for self-care right now? Mm-hmm. Like, what about you? And I actually couldn't answer the question right now. Like, right then and there, because I feel like I've, I've been going through so much mm-hmm. with the kids and, like, my father and all that stuff. Like, I just feel like I haven't had that time for myself. But it really, it's important to have it. And I think that not doing it, I really feel like I feel the effects of it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm getting a little overwhelmed. Um, but it's really important and I need to get back to it when, once everything is settled <laughs> and everything kind of goes back to somewhat normal. Yeah. See? You know what I mean? So oh, that has to be exciting. Uh, a new, whole new chapter. Well, we, I wish you the best of luck and I'll continue to be following all of your stuff, uh, online as well. Um, what advice would you offer to other, um, you know, stay at home moms or maybe moms that do work remotely uh, maybe just getting into that lifestyle and trying to like juggle it all, what would be your best advice? Because it, I would think, you know, I stayed home for maternity leave, but then I went back to work after the three months. And for me, that um, was something that I wanted to do. I, but also my schedule, people are like, how do you wake up so early? I'm like, it fits with my schedule with my daughter, to be honest. Oh. You know, I'm able to be there when she gets up for school and I get her hair done and mm-hmm. we get her off to school and I'm there a couple hours to myself after I get off of work because I'm off early. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I go pick her up from school. We have dinner. We go to bed at the same time. So for me, working and having a kid has worked out just with my schedule. Now, I don't know if I could say that if I was like, you know, worked a night side shift, but I'm just curious, you know, for you, how do you, what advice would you give to moms balancing, you know, being a stay-at-home mom where you are with the kids and maybe if they don't get a break if the kids, you know, aren't in school yet. Yeah. How do you balance that? Well, I guess it also goes with seasons Mm -hmm. because, as you said, sometimes they're out of school and I feel like that makes it a little bit harder, you know. So um, now with Imani, my oldest, I went back to work after when she was four months. So I was able to stay with home with her until she was four months. And so then I was full time and she stayed with my mom. And then um, the two younger ones, I was able to stay home with them entirety. So they didn't, Layla didn't go to daycare um, until she was about three years old. Um, and then from there, she came back home with me and then she went to preschool. My son has been home with me the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, too, it's like, it's depending on work schedule you know what I mean it's also depending if you're financially able to stay home with your kids and you know make that um but I truly believe in being I know we talked about this before is it's like being okay with things changing yeah um embrace the chaos embrace (laughs) it like I feel like every week is something different yeah um, I try to keep my routine with my kids as much as possible, but life happens. Things come up. Um, there's snow days, you know. <laughs> yes, um, there are. <laughs> and um, there, I just I say yes, embrace the chaos. I think that's yeah. a beautiful saying. Um, I, and also too, it's like finding a position or a job if you want to get in the workforce that's gonna best suit your kid's schedule. As I said, it's like my main priority was being present with my kids. Mm-hmm especially because my husband does work away a lot um, with his job. It's like I needed to be there with them. And so if I was going to get back into the workforce and I was going to take that on, like I needed that to be um, something that the company was really like family first. Mm-hmm. Like, and, um, and also, too, I would say that 
I would say like, give yourself time. You know, your schedule will come. Yeah. If the job will come, you know what I mean? Like, just give it time. It will all work out. I feel like as parents, we have so much to stress about just raising them. (laughs) And like, they're ever, they're always changing. They're always in the next stage. They're always, um, I feel like I'm in all stages right now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I bet. Um, I'm in every single one of them. So I'm getting pulled every single direction. But um, also, it's just like, for me, I'm a very low-key individual. Mm-hmm. I'm a very calm individual. Um, and sometimes that can be not the best thing because sometimes I hold things in. But um, I just say give yourself grace. Yeah. Oh, I love you that. figure it yes. out. <laughs> give yourself grace. Let's say it for the people in the back. I love mm-hmm. that. Um, mom friendships. Mm-hmm. How important is it to connect with other moms? It's so important. And I'm an introvert, and I'm trying this year. I told myself, like, Ryan, you got to get out there. Yeah. You got to meet people. Just me talking to people online, yeah, that's great. But you got to get out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to make plans with people. Um, and I find that, like, I I need to create that mommy friendship with other moms. Just Not just, like, because you can have friends that don't have kids, but they just won't relate to you on that level. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like... Your time isn't just endless. Yeah. Like, can I bring my yeah. kids with me too? Yeah. They, other moms, they get it. Yeah. Or, you know, if you're there having, you know, lunch and the kids are set up and has a tablet or whatever. Sometimes yeah. you got to do what you got to do. Right. You know, I get that. And I think it's important. But also, too, is like pushing yourself to go out to the, uh, go out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and get out there and meet people and um, and talk to people and, like, Bring your kids if you need to. Like, and you know what I mean? Like, sometimes I feel bad. Like, can my kids come too? Like, I don't, you know, and not always, you don't always have a babysitter. Like, mm-hmm. somebody's not always there to, like, watch your kids. And especially with me and myself. Like, my husband's away working. His job travels a lot. And so, like, I don't always have a daycare. Um, somebody to watch my kids all the time. So, I think it's very important, too, for our mental health. As well as to, you know, get out with your kids or have play dates with the kids. Play dates either, are great too, yeah. And then even, when it's warm, well, you know, summertime parks are wonderful. Yes. Or just come over. Yeah. Just come over to my house, yes. you know? So. <laughs> um, also talking with that a little bit, I know you have found a lot of places that you can bring your kids to, mm-hmm. especially now we're in the heart of winter. Mm-hmm. Um what are you? What do you do? Where do you bring your kiddos to kind of get them out of the house and not, you know, feel so like bogged down sometimes? Yeah. Or would you suggest some good places? No. Yes, I would definitely get them out the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely get them out the house. So we do a mixture of some different things, especially if when I have the energy, because you know a lot is a lot. But sometimes we do stuff in the house, like different crafts and stuff. Mm-hmm. But outside of the house, I love taking them to. The jump park, they can just jump the little hearts out. Um, we just recently went to Color Me Mine, which was really fun. Um, They're able to paint and, um, you know, we just hung out, ate mm-hmm. some snacks. Um, Fresh Cup has a playhouse that's really nice. I think I saw you yeah. post about that. They mm-hmm. had like a little slide and everything. I yeah. didn't, that's, I love that. Also the dome. Oh, oh yeah. No, the dome has a really mm-hmm. great place. It's like open place where they can run and play and it's warm inside. Um. My husband loves taking them to Dave and Buster's. I'm not a huge Dave and Buster's fan, but that's what he likes to do. So <laughs> they go and do that. Yeah. Um, there's roller skating. We like doing that. Um, there's ice skating that is outside. 
But do um, you can go rent ice skates, mm-hmm. and um, they can ice skate around. And also in the mall, they can do ice yeah. skating. And they also have ice skating lessons, um, which are they're affordable. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that they're too outrageous of prices. And, like, they have, like, different stages. And um, it's only two days a week that they go. And um, the kids really love that. Bowling is a really fun love thing. Bowling. Bowling's love bowling. Bowling is fun. Yeah. Um, my husband sometimes likes to rent out the rec centers, like the basketball um, gyms, and then like get a couple people, kids together, and they go play basketball. Um, but I feel like living here, you have to be a little creative mm-hmm. with what you do. There's not a lot to do, so you are repeating a lot of the activities <laughs> over and over. I also like extreme fun out in the valley. Um, I love the laser tag there and like the go karting. Um, they also have a bouncy house out there too, like mm. um, bouncy, like um, a get air kind of like oh, thing okay. right out there too. Okay. Um, but yeah, so some options. And yeah. if you follow her on social media, you'll see all the fun things that she does with her kiddos. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're coming up on a little bit of our time here for the podcast. I just want to leave it open for you. Um, if there was anything that you feel you would like to share with, you know, this is our parenting podcast. You uh, are a stay-at-home mom. You also do the lifestyle content creation. Um, you have three kiddos. Anything that's on your heart to just share or something that you feel is important, you know, kind of a last message that you want to leave to anyone listening. And for the dads, too, the parents, the partners mm-hmm. also, you know. We'll, we'll have some dads on as well. But oh, good. Yeah, I love I, I want to hear all the perspectives. Yeah. <laughs> I say... Enjoy every moment of it um, and capture everything. I feel like, yes, we have memories in our mind, right? But to look back on a picture or a video or whatever, you're going to be so grateful that you did it. Like, I found my son's first little scrunch, like, when he gets out of the car seat and, like, something like like that. It's, like, yeah. it's, really, it's really, like, memorable. It's, like, if you're a first-time mom or even if you're a mom right now, pull out the camera. And dads, husbands, mm-hmm. pull out the camera and take a picture of your wife or your, the moms. Like, and, you know, because us moms, we, we already like that. We like to capture things, but sometimes we're not in the photos. I was just going to say this. I'm so glad that you mentioned that because yeah. I, I I read somewhere that very same thing where we're always taking the photos of the of mm-hmm. our kids and then we look at it, but... We're not, know, we're, not, we're not in it. We're not in so it. So turn, make that selfie, yeah. prop that phone up, do what yes. you got to do yes. to get you in it with that moment. Because you don't want just those milestones that, you know, mm. they're 18 years old, not saying you'll never have a photo of your, right. with your kids. But, you know, I'm so glad you touched on that because that resonated with me. And so now I'm, I'm mindful to make mm-hmm. sure, oh, let me get me, no matter yeah. what I look like, you know, right. I could be hot mess express, but. Because you know we're, so, we're so busy making the moment. Yeah. If it's the parties, if it's getting them dressed, it's a photo shoot, mm-hmm. or if it's whatever it is, like, we're so much involved in that. Like, sometimes we get missed, and, like, we need to be a part of it, too. And another thing I want to say is, like, I started is, like, taking my kids out on dates. Oh, I love that. Individually. I feel like, especially with my oldest, as she's getting older, um, I feel like kids go through stages with their parents. It's like they need one one of the parents a little bit more during that stage. And my daughter's at that stage where she just needs her mom a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And all of them, too. Like, we need to, uh, I was telling my husband, like, we need to, like, really focus on, like, taking them out individually so they get that one-on-one time with us. If it's together with us or just one of us. Um, but I took my daughter out to um, 
she loves getting treats. Like, that's her thing is, like, tasting food. Oh. <laughs> and so I took her to the market, and she's fluent in Japanese. And oh, so wow. Good for her. It was, like, a little exercise, too, but she was able to speak in Japanese while we're in the store picking out different um, ethnic snacks and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But she was so excited to do that. And for me, that was, like, a really simple thing to do. Like, and then we got home, and we tried it all. Um, but that filled her up, and that for me, like, make me really happy. So take your kids out on dates. It's, like, same as, like, you know, dating your spouse is better. It, you know, you're never, you never stop dating your spouse. Mm-hmm. And also, too, is, like, the kids see that as well. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Oh, I love that. That could, I bet. And that's, she's going to remember that. Yeah. That's definitely going to be a, memory she, a moment she will remember. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, Mariah, for coming in. We've been playing like email tag to get these dates squared away. So I've, I'm a big proponent of everything, you know, timing and opportunity. So thank you so much for coming and chatting with us. Uh, and thank you all for listening to another episode of Parenting in the Far North. So be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast. Bye.